0: All right, guys, we are back today. We have our crystal balls. We have Thursday night football. What are we up to today, Spags?
1: We've also got some numbers, don't lie, which is going to be my chance to deceive Pete one more time using one of his most beloved rookies this year. we got a lot to hit on. We're going to build some lineups, and we're going to preview tomorrow the giveaway here, our first giveaway of a guest spot here on Splash Play is coming up. So you want to get those details? Get it after the jump. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Splash Play, the fantasy football podcast for every game under the sun. And I'm Chris Spaggs, joined once again by your friend and mine, Pete Overzet. How are you doing, Pete? I'm doing good. Um,
0: I'd like to think I'm friends uh, with everyone who watches the show. I'm Maybe there are some people that hate watch the show. You know, it's just they can't turn away. And maybe I wouldn't be friends with them, but I think it's a safe assumption, Spaggs.
1: I think at least acquaintance level is really the goal here. Like you get along, you can have a three minute conversation. Maybe it peters out after that, maybe becomes best friends. I'm in a classic stepbrothers kind of scenario, but either way, we appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. So of course, make sure you are hitting the like button on this YouTube video, whether you're watching on peach channel or on the splash play channel. And also, as I mentioned before the intro, make sure that you are giving us five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts. And we appreciate numbers here coming out in a big way. So I'm going to say, first of all, thank you to everybody who's done it already. Whether you, updated a review from before where you put in a new one. We do appreciate that a bunch, but we're giving away this guest spot on tomorrow's show. Going to spin the wheel of the randomizer that you've seen and and loved on Pete's shows before and give away that first guest spot and maybe even a randomizer box. I don't know, but tune in tomorrow and getting those five stars and review ratings on Apple Podcasts for us because it helps us out a bunch and you can win a shot here to do a guest spot on splash play, which Pete, as we all know in the industry, there's very few holy grails out there for football prognostication being on splash play though. You look at the names we've had here this is basically a hall of fame we've had on our show
0: yeah it's kind of uh this show has basically established itself as a lucky charm we talk about the millie maker winners each week who watch the show and how that's followed them around i mean you think of all the guests who we've had on and how we launched their career i mean josh norris came on this show and then got a full-time job over at underdog and like there's a direct correlation to him getting that bump from this show so the things we do for people i i think we're star makers spags
1: I think people talk a lot about SNL being the place here, but you know, you come on this show and you're leaving with a fantasy football job. That's the the not guarantee we're going to give all of you guys, but we appreciate you all tuning in. Of course, make sure to go check out footballoutsiders.com slash subscribe. Check out everything on there, really. They're uh, the parent company of, of this show, I guess now, but also doing a lot of great things. DVOA. Actually, Pete, one thing you might not have seen this week, but the Carolina Panthers, who we're going to talk about more today for Thursday night football, their game against the potentially hapless Texans. They're now the top team in DVOA and they have apparently gotten amazing results, which are there in the box scores, but it feels like Pete, there could be some positive playoff wins here swirling around the Carolina Panthers and one Sam Darnold.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I got a bet down earlier. I did take the, uh, the Panthers at, uh, minus eight partly after reading up on the incredible stats for the Panthers. They're number one in basically every metric right now. And this just seems like an absolute disaster spot for the Texans quarterback change. Who's a rookie on a short week against a very good defense. Uh, This could get ugly. I think.
1: Yeah, the pressure rates for Carolina are really, uh, I think, something to note here. I'm actually just going to pull it up now because it wasn't on a pro football reference yesterday, but I pulled the data from this 22 percent hurried rate. They're blitzing 33 percent of the time. There's a lot of things we talk about uh, for football that, you know, obviously defense. I think we are both Pete, unless you've changed. We uh, were still team defense doesn't matter, right? Overall,
0: <laughs> I I think so. I mean, the thing is, I, the, the whole thing about defense doesn't matter is that it's very hard to predict on a weekly mm-hmm basis as far as as it pertains to fantasy points but i think using some of these data points can really help us out as far as the things that do typically generate uh fantasy points whether that be a good pass rush uh, i had the the stats here uh uh my guys over at bet the prop had compiled this number one in points allowed 10 and a half a game number one in total yards allowed 190 yards a game number one in sacks number one in pressures and then like you mentioned number one in pass dvoa per Football Outsiders, the presenting sponsor of Splash Play.
1: Look at that! I love, I love when you start really shilling for the company, Pete. That's you're a company man for the Peter Overzet brand, but now you're becoming a company man for my company too. So that's the the kind of really the the synergy people look for from multinational corporations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: Uh, yeah, also 52.5% completion rate allowed for Carolina. There's a lot of things here that are not going to look great for Davis Mills and company, but we will talk about more uh, more of that coming up in a little bit. Let's talk about the NFL news, Pete. I know you did a really robust uh, breakdown of the situation for the San Francisco 49ers, but Jamichael Hasty, now going to be out for a while after we talked about him being the pivot point uh, for this injured Niners backfield. Trey Sermon is concussed. Elijah Mitchell's status is up in the air. So I know, Pete, you mentioned one guy. You Anytime you can break out the XFL and the Fantasy Life News, letter. I'm a happy man. So tell me how this backfield is looking for you and a sad scenario a team that loves to run now has very little in the way of running backs.
0: Yeah. I mean, last week I was kind of pounding the drum to go hard on Elijah Mitchell. And now it's just like deja vu all over again, pounding the drum for another, you know, running back that comes out of obscurity. But the whole thing in my general thesis with this is it just does not matter. The kind of talent level, like people were saying, Oh, he just got cut. By the Bengals. Well, if he was on the Bengals practice squad and Joe Mixon and Samaj Perine Ryan and Chris Evans were all hurt and all of a sudden, you know, uh, Jacques Patrick, as I like to say in the French accent bags, if he gets promoted and he's going to be the lead guy, I'm very interested in him for fantasy because as you know, as a Mike Davis and Melvin Gordon lover, we're chasing volume. Right, Spags? We're chasing volume in these guys. So, yeah, I'm very interested in Patrick. He profiles as a big body guy who would get the goal line work, the short yardage work. And I just don't think Shanahan cares about pedigree. Like, I don't think he's going to be like, oh, I can't play Patrick. He's an XFL. It's like, no, if he's the, the healthy body and he's the guy who can, um, you know, get those short yardage uh, situations for us, then he's going to play.
1: Yeah, I, I have to say, uh, I actually have a question for you first, but I have to point out Alex Clark's chat. I hope Jeff Wilson gets gets back soon, bro. Yeah, I think that's probably what a lot of people out there are thinking, and I'm sure that includes Kyle Shanahan. Uh, but Pete, question for you: Which XFL team did Jock Patrick play on? And I have not looked this up, but I know it off. I know it like the back of my hand.
0: It was uh, the Tampa Bay
1: Vipers, right? You are correct. And you know what? They had a two headed running back backfield. They also had uh, Mark Trestman as the coach. And uh, I think, I think he got, did he get fired? Am I remembering that correctly? I feel like he might've gotten fired.
0: I forget but yeah he was one of the offenses that I believe people were like pretty excited about and then was one of the more actual conservative xFL offenses which was a disappointment
1: yeah they ran a ton they didn't do very much creative and uh I, I feel like he got fired though I can't I can't look this up right now but I, he had a tough start the headlines have come up for mark Tressman at XFL mark Tressman has had a tough start as head coach in the XFL which probably does not speak too well for this former CFL luminary
0: I've already, I just got very excited uh, about Splash Play doing XFL content uh, this winter. It's going to be very fun.
1: Well, they delayed it another year. The Rock can't get a shit in line. It's so not now it's 2023. 2022? No, they pushed it back. God,
0: I thought it was 2022.
1: <laughs> I know, I was, trust me, better than Playmakers, I think it would have been <laughs> to fill really the offseason. All
0: right, we're going to redo Playmakers this offseason, guys.
1: <laughs> this year, we're just going to reenact it. We're going to do. <laughs> Different script readings, baby. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, He's going to be out versus Las Vegas. And I thought this was an interesting one, Pete. Uh, We talked about Jacoby Brissett's the backup. Obviously, he played last time out. I will be, I think, maybe not a one to one replacement, but a replacement level replacement will be one Jacoby Brissett. But I thought the news is interesting here, where now it's like, oh, Tua's got fractured ribs, so he won't be playing. But earlier in the week, they were like, it's going to come down to comfort for him and how he feels. And I just feel like Miami, the ultimate enablers of the Tua Tagovailoa experience. And I'm getting over it, Pete. I know I've been over it before, then I kind of readjusted my priors. But now I'm back, fully hating Tua once more.
0: Uh, I, I, I feel bad for Tua and I don't think it's a surprise that he's sitting. This isn't like some conspiracy that they're coddling him. I mean, they, they had to roll the cart out, uh, for him last game. So I always expected him to miss a game or two, get healthy. Jacoby Brissett can't be that big of a downgrade based on how he's playing right now. They get Will Fuller back. Hopefully, uh, the offense can get going a bit.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, a spot for Tua here where you, you want to see him get a fair shot. Being hurt, definitely not the spot, but um, definitely, uh, you know, w- maybe whiffs of Paul Pierce being wheeled out is what I would say for Tua in that cart. And maybe, maybe Tua, just, not a rib issue, just a little bit of constipation. We'll find out in the coming weeks, I'm sure. Brett Hundley taking the majority of reps with Carson Wentz. Uh, th- honestly, this one made me laugh. And injuries never funny, really, but Carson Wentz spraining both his ankles, which harkened back to me when I, a few weeks ago I went to a, a friend of my girlfriend's birthday and got a little drunk. We played some up basketball in the backyard of uh, me and guys to be clear, not me and a couple girls. So I would, I would have fucking housed them if, <laughs> if that were the case, but I chased after one ball, Pete fell and injured both my wrists and hands In uh, classic, like drunk. You're in your mid thirties. Don't do this anymore scenario, but spraining both your wrists, spraining both your ankles, just something extra embarrassing about the duality of that.
0: Wow. I just had a flat that. That is brutal. And the reason I just had a flashback is because I did that a few times in college. Like, we'd get drunk and go play pickup basketball. And, you know, back then, you're at 19, 20 years old. Your body's resilient. You don't, you're indestructible. <laughs> like, what's the worst? And now I'm thinking, if I tried to do that now, I would definitely hurt myself in a catastrophic way. So I can't believe that you're diving on the floor for loose balls at your age, drunk on what I assume was <laughs> asphalt.
1: It was, in fact, it was the crossover between asphalt and grass to be clear. But yeah, I had like, you actually could kind of still see the wound here that I got, but I had like an injury here was bruised and contused all in here. And then this still kind of hurts when I I just got back to the gym this week to lift because I was like, I'll let this heal because I know not to push that. But yeah, getting old for all the folks out there that are Gen Z fans, which hopefully are very plentiful. Boy, it fucking sucks getting old. I'm I'm cursing too much today, but it really does suck getting older. Those little wrinkles around the edges are really what get you time and time again.
0: Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I, think, I don't know if I've said this uh, on the show. It's a story uh, I keep very near and dear to me. No, I like I stopped playing rec basketball because I had back-to-back seasons of injuring myself. One was, a you know, like a mid-ankle sprain, and then the next year I dislocated my shoulder. And both times, you know, it p- puts me out for two months. I can't mm-hmm. go to the gym. It sets you back. I'm like, I don't love basketball enough to be, you know, injuring myself for two to three months just to to play this sport.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get back. I mean, I'm hoping to have a basketball court, uh, basketball court. We move in a couple months, and I got to get back into shape because I got to play with the with young Luca. He's going to be named for I I don't know if I said the name on the show, but his name is going to be Luca. So he's named for Luca Doncic as well as we. just... Is both he like really? Yeah. It, was that that your
0: you name? I didn't know you were such a huge Luca fan, and I, I love that name though.
1: I mean, I think if we're gonna breed the next great uh, white American basketball player, we might as well start with the name. I think that's where it all begins.
0: <laughs> how how high was Dirk uh, up there?
1: A Dirk was not high enough. I feel like me and the Germans have a fraught history. I think (laughs) so for all friends, really more with the Germans more than anything. But um, I would have gone with Jordan. I do like that. Michael Jordan is still my guy, but that was a non-starter for for my girlfriend. So we we're going with Luca. Yeah,
0: what's the in the same spelling?
1: Yeah, uh, with a K. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And also Luca Brazzi from uh, the from the Godfather as well, though, that's spelled the C. So a proud Italian heritage of of mafia related activity, which is what you want to start a young man out with, I would say.
0: Well, that I, I like it. Young, young you. Luca.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you approved, Pete. Court. That was really <laughs> what I. That's why I haven't said it on the show. I'm just. I don't want Pete to not approve.
0: <laughs> I mean, even if I hated it, was I going to say it? I mean, come on.
1: That's <laughs> no, true. You are polite in that one respect. Maybe not so much with the writer. Imagine if
0: you like. Oh yeah, we're so excited to announce we're naming our young child Luca. I'm like
1: fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? How much you thought of that name for what? Thirty seconds, I guess. Maybe <laughs> you just turned on the TV. You played NBA 2K22, and we're like, yeah, that's the name. That's what we're going with. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um man. brett hunley though uh, potentially starting here sharing reps with jacob eason it seems like a disastrous situation i do think there's a possibility to get for the colts like frank reich i do think very highly of his ability to sort of game plan get the most out of everybody as we all know historically winning that super bowl with the eagles uh getting the most out of nick Foles. but i would say in this spot pete i don't know how you could trust anything on the colts with uh, a platoon of the luminaries that are brett hunley and jacob eason
0: Yeah, this is, uh, an interesting game. It's going to be gross. You got to imagine that they just run the ball a ton. I mean, the Colts are already kind of willing to be run heavy. And then in this situation, uh, I thought one interesting thing I I was reading, uh, Pat Thorman's article, uh, over at ETR, as far as the pace, and he has this as a potential pace up game that could play a little faster. I don't know, uh, how much not having Wentz is going to ultimately impact that, but, uh, I'm hopeful that my guy, Jonathan Taylor, he's priced down all the way to, I believe it's 7,200 this week on DraftKings. Uh, he was losing some work to uh, Marlon Mack, who uh, played like a, an extended drive last week, but I'm rambling. I'm tilting. I, I want the Colts to be good. I drafted a lot of wins in best ball. I like Jonathan Taylor. So hopefully this doesn't fully sink them.
1: In Tennessee, in uh, terms of DVOA for football outsiders, they are giving up 30% more production overall. So maybe there's some ways for you know some of the stalwarts here to get there even with the crappy QB play, but definitely something to keep in mind here to manage your risk appropriately. Uh, another injury slash COVID-related injury. So we're back to that. Antonio Brown's on the COVID list. Uh, it seems like he may be vaccinated, but it does seem, according to Adam Schefter, it's tough to expect him to play. just does have to have the two negative tests within 24 hours uh, to play against the Rams. So... Antonio Brown being out, Pete, I feel like that's just probably a net win for all the other pass catchers in this Tampa Bay offense that is looking a uh, completely high powered and high octane so far.
0: Yeah, I don't, I I'm so confused by this COVID testing stuff because it says two negative tests, 24 hours apart, which clearly he has enough time, you know, testing positive on Wednesday before Sunday to, to take two tests. If he's, if he's vaccinated, I, I, I guess he's, I guess I just don't understand why he wouldn't be cleared. Uh,
1: Because he could still transmit it.
0: Okay, yeah. I. It just seems... I I guess it's weird that Schefter says it will be tough for him to play Sunday if it's still all dependent on the test. It just seems binary. I guess I'm not understanding how you could be confident in one direction or the other.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably... Because, like, you could... I think you still test positive for like a week or so, Um, but you obviously have less symptoms, but you're less likely to transmit, but you're still going to have some possibility of transmitting, especially in a football scenario. So obviously we're not COVID scientists here. You could save that for Denny Carter, who we all know is the foremost expert over at our our friends over at NBC sports edge. Uh, But I would say that Antonio Brown banking and probably not playing. It seems like based on what the reports are good news though, one guy might be playing after not playing so far. Odell Beckham, full participant in practice Jarvis Landry, unfortunately out for at least the next three games after being added to the IR but Odell Beckham being back Pete I, Cleveland's looked good so far and it's clearly all coming on the back of Nick Chubb but Odell being back in I feel like when you lose the Landry getting Odell back in I feel like that's a wash maybe even a positive thing if Odell is at least 80 percent of where he was before that ACL injury
0: yeah but then there was another report that I saw uh floating around this morning uh when asked if he'll be available for week three against the Bears Odell responded we'll see it was a candid interview for Beckham who even admitted that his 11th month timetable following surgery put him back, yada, yada. So it this stuff has been like the Odell stuff is very concerning to me just because he had all offseason to get ready mm-hmm. and now has been very kind of non-committal about this stuff. And I, I don't even know if you can feel good about starting him if he does suit up because Odell does strike me as one of those guys that would just want to get out on the field, but they would limit his stats and he wouldn't be playing like a full complement. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to trust him in basically any format this week, but hopefully he just gets back on the field.
1: And no matter what happens, I would say don't trust Donovan Peoples-Jones to get over 100 yards on a touchdown because that's not, that's not a good pick. And in fact, if you're a fantasy host ever recommended that, especially during a, a flagship statement or segment that they do, uh, don't trust that. Donovan Peoples-Jones, not anybody reliable, Pete. That's the one thing I will say. Um, T. Higgins, not practicing. Lamar Jackson, also not practicing. Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay Limited. Any of these standouts He was being a concern? I feel like to me, these feel like maintenance things more than anything.
0: Yeah. Even when I was writing the newsletter, I normally like see all the Wednesday ones and I'm like, I'm, I'm not bothering with these because there's so, so much like veteran rest. If anyone gets dinged up on Sunday, they're generally like T Higgins, I think is an example of a guy who's just taking, you know, Wednesday, maybe even takes Thursday off Friday is when we really start to know like, Oh boy, there's uh there's an issue here. So yeah, none of those guys I'm extremely, uh, worried about, uh, the one guy that's really on my radar is Darrell Henderson uh, with this rib cartilage injury and they kind of go back and forth of saying whether it's a pain tolerance thing or not so they have earmarked Friday as a day to kind of test and see how he's feeling so I'll be paying close attention to that one and if for some reason Sony Michelle like if you're in a shower I don't know 10 12 team homely kind of thing uh if Sony Michelle is available he's a he's a great ad just to hedge against Henderson missing
1: Schmohawk's dfs saying in the chat too he had COVID after being vaxxed and was testing positive three weeks later which uh, that feels like an outlier one but i guess we we just don't know so i mean obviously we're giving our best possible take but i feel like given that one maybe even less or more clouds over antonio brown playing against the rams um also can we get helicopter sounds hank is asking i don't know why why is that
0: last night on ship chasing there was literally (laughs) a helicopter over pat's apartment for like 20 minutes and it was just absolutely brutal to our sound quality. So I think
1: that's what Hank is right But they didn't find Pat though. That's the main thing, right? They didn't Yeah, I
0: mean Pat was on the
1: run for touting Ronald Jones. So you know, it happens. <laughs> and one day it had to catch up with him. But we got the the return of numbers don't lie here. We're moving it to Thursdays moving forward. So now's that time. If you're watching on Peach Stream or on the splash play channel, hit that like button. We appreciate that support a bunch, helps us get seen by more people and just helps the vibe in the room. So please, if you're watching live or after the fact, hit that like button. But it is time for numbers don't lie. The game where i'll read three stats two are true and one is a lie and pete has to guess which one of the three stats is a fake and and pete i teased it in the youtube chat before we started the show there's a real strong numbers don't lie and i feel like i don't know if you're gonna get it or not but um i want you to be completely honest with me though if you think this is gonna be a fair one or not when we when we do it because i think it's fair and i think it's great
0: all right i'm i'm gonna be giving all of my extra Mental capacities to to cracking this nut here.
1: So I'm gonna appeal to Pete's interest up top here with a guy that he loves, Rondale Moore. He's performed at a high level by rookie standards, but is it impossibly high? Moore is currently getting the ball on 27.3% of his snaps, the most of any wide receiver who's played over 20 snaps per game. Pete, there's a, a simple Rondale Moore stat here. Does it sound like it's true to you?
0: Yes, it sounds very true. He has been getting lots of targets when he is on the field, but actually hasn't been running that many routes and playing uh, that many snaps. I know uh, Ben Gretsch wrote about that extensively in Stealing Signals. Uh, So yeah, it's one of those interesting things for fantasy where it's like you're really excited about what he does with the ball, but then you also worry that they're just going to keep trotting AJ Green out there all the time as well.
1: And one real stat for sure that I saw this morning on Twitter was that he's had the most yards after catch for a rookie through two games since 2006, I think. So he is definitely doing something noteworthy, even if the stat doesn't end up being true. Next stat up, Nick Chubb is a perennial leader in avoided tackle rate. And that's the case again with a 58% avoided tackle rate so far this year. But it gets even more interesting behind him as a number three overall back in avoided tackle rate is rookie Javante Williams with a 42% avoided tackle rate. And number two, Pete, a man who uh, Pete just r- kind of reviled a few moments ago, the allegedly washed up Melvin Gordon with a 50% avoided tackle rate. Pete, does that sound credible to you?
0: This is now I can see the mental games you're playing because (laughs) of course it doesn't sound credible to me. On the other hand, there's two things. Like if I, if I say it's credible, then you're getting a W, but you might think that, and maybe you're just juicing Melvin Gordon's knowing that you can bait me. See there there's layers and layers on this, uh, This one does sound very fishy though.
1: The metagame of this one is really, I I think, that's where we shine with Numbers Don't Lie. Uh, Speaking of superstar running backs like Melvin Gordon, total yardage share is a metric that does favor high-volume RBs like Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. Those guys are currently numbers one and two on the list, respectively. But number three is a bit of a surprise. The Niners' Debo Samuel is responsible 39% of his team's offensive yardage gained, and that puts him ahead of guys like David Montgomery and Joe Mixon. So, Pete, tell me your thoughts on that one, and I guess then guess which one is the lie.
0: Yeah, Debo, I think, like, short of maybe Cooper Cup has just been one of the biggest usage monsters for wide receiver. Like, you can go look at Ayuk, who's been non-existent. Kittle has barely gotten involved. Uh, And then, obviously, their running game is decimated. So everything has been funneling through Debo. That one checks out to me.
1: Okay, so which one is the lie, then?
0: It's something with this Melvin Gordon shit. Uh, Yeah, there's no way there's no way Melvin Gordon is what, what what's the stat? 50%
1: 50% avoided tackle rate. That would put him just ahead of Javante Williams. He's got
0: 42%. Yeah. I don't know if that's the specific stat that is wrong in that one, but I'm going with number two as the lie.
1: All right. Well, the the results, Pete, are in. And in fact, you did get it correctly. That is the lie. Um, not only is Melvin Gordon not number th- number two, he's in fact way behind. He's got a 13% <laughs> stack right? so Wait, he- so
0: you're telling me that not only did I win, but you had to admit that Melvin Gordon is way
1: behind Javante Williams. This Substantially is Substantially behind him by a wide margin. <laughs> How are you feeling about that bet? I mean, it's a volume game, Pete. <laughs> That's He's going to get better. It's going to be a better rate moving forward. Clearly, Javante Williams is getting the same opportunities. So I think Melvin Gordon on the uptick. But yeah, getting tripled up and avoided tackle rate by the rookie coming in.
0: Yeah, I mean, Melvin still led uh, slightly in overall usage. But I mm-hmm. I don't know. This still kind of my thesis remains true that Javante is going to, you know, slowly and slowly get more work here. And he's, he's looked good, clearly, uh, as evidenced by those stats.
1: Yeah. So there you go. Melvin Gordon. uh, Hopefully he hangs in there despite being uh, soundly beaten in that one category, but there's numbers don't lie. And Pete, now it's time for the waiver wire crystal ball segment where we're going to give people the $1 guys can get on waiver wires. Now that could end up being special. And of course I I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't appropriate uh, psychic culture and put a a little shawl on my head. And uh, actually, should I keep the bun out? No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What's the most appropriate one here.
0: I kind of like the bun. It, It does really play into it.
1: Okay, so I'll keep the bun out, I'll wrap it a little bit more (laughs) low, And I've got my crystal ball here. And I I learned too, that I'd like to talk to the crystal ball and hear what it says. I feel like it's part of my vibe and I'll go first Pete, because this one is not as, it's not as serious as a snake draft. So we can have fun here. And the crystal ball speaking to me now, and the crystal ball is telling me that your take on Jock Patrick was a really sound one that could happen this week. Not a main slate play for DFS, but a guy you could see him on Sunday night football, have that big game win you a showdown potentially. And I think that's where I'm going with my crystal ball, get this guy now, and then hope that the Niners continue to have a, a mash unit there every single day of guys cycling in and out with their various injuries.
0: Yes, I'm very, very upset. You took my precious Jacquise Patrick. He was what I see in my crystal ball. It's almost hard to see any other players in here. It's just one giant photo of Jackie Patrick.
1: <laughs> I mean he was the best pick, I think, was what any, any psychic will tell you. Any amateur or professional psychic will tell you.
0: Okay. Uh now as I look in here and you take my favorite I am going to go ahead and say, even though I like Jaquise Patrick, there's still a chance that Trenton Cannon could be the one, the speedster special teams player that was cut by the Ravens and one of the few healthy players in the backfield. I, I have to move Jaquise and over his shoulder is Trenton Cannon peeking up saying, don't forget me. Don't forget me.
1: <laughs> yep. I think, boy, you really committed to the bit this week. <laughs>
0: You've asked for it. People I did ask asked
1: for it. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll go, I'll go. Oh, the ball's telling me this is not a take that I want to go with, but if the spirits are guiding me this direction, I would be a fool to not listen to hear them say the name Davis Mills, Davis Mills, whispering into the wind. And the crystal ball's telling me Carolina, Fantastic. And then crystal ball really went into full tout mode. Of this Carolina, fantastic team. DVOA, slash subscribe. Looking great. At the same time, they're due for a come down. Davis Mills can't be any worse than he's been. So pick him up now. And then maybe this little crystal ball will be right about another shitty backup quarterback rising <laughs> to glory.
0: <laughs> the second take extra. Not now. We are peering into the future. We have no time for your start, sit, and add drop questions. That costs extra that is 49.99 <laughs> an hour
1: yeah the crystal these crystal balls don't come cheap as you can tell <laughs>
0: okay this is very hard for me but i am going to do something i'm going to look deep into the future and look i see a hex on ben roethlisberger i understand that things look murky look dark but there's one mr pat fryermuth okay, whose routes jumped from 34% in week one to 55%. I see a youth movement. I see Eric Ebron playing bingo at the retirement hall and Pat Friermuth streaking down the field, catching touchdowns.
1: I I like to take, I liked him last week. He didn't come through for me. I like, I don't even know. I can't even do the bit because you're doing the bit so well that I'm just getting dwarfed here. Um, (laughs) For me, I, this name, it sounds mystical. It almost sounds like an enchantment from another dimension. The name Quintez Cephas is occurring Ooh. to me. Quintez getting targeted. 16% of the snaps he's on the field. He was Jared Goff's guy in that Monday night game, pushing the ball downfield in a way none of these other receivers can do. So Quintez, whispered into the wind and add him to your waivers.
0: Very, very nice, okay? I am looking in here and... Today, there's a strong tight end presence in the future. I feel it deep into my bones. I can't find any other positions but tight ends. Jawan Johnson, my God, you're popping. This guy, Adam Troutman, looks dustier than my house after a year of not hiring a cleaner, but we finally hired and they dusted it and it is great now, and Jawan Johnson, looks beautiful here he was actually playing more than trap man he added routes in a nice passing script and looks like the future at the position in new orleans
1: he's a big bodied man which is what we know the future holds and i guess we still got to do one more boy what one... <laughs> what the hell i mean clearly <laughs> i think the bit's pretty clearly spelled out here would you agree yes look at the bit seems to be perfect and completely incapable of being improved upon and i will close it out pete's taken some tight ends or his crystal ball has mine is telling me jack doyle a less mystical name than quintess cephas but six intended touches per game 13 percent of the touches on the field and you know who loves to throw to a tight end hapless backups coming in so jack doyle come on down the crystal ball has requested thee
0: one final one for me, and this is a little spin on what we normally do. This is actually protecting you from some of the other snake oil salesmen out there that'll charge you $69 an hour for waiver wire picks. And they might tell you that Byron Pringle had a long touchdown. They might tell you that Demarcus Robinson had a long touchdown, but they are clearly trailing McCole Hardman in usage. McCole Hardman led the team in targets. Do not fall for the fool's gold. For the False prophets, stay strong and trust Nicole Hardman, who I have drafted on many, many best ball teams.
1: <laughs> so the crystal balls have spoken. So <laughs> any finally any other takes you got your crystal ball Pete? I feel like yours is doing a lot of work out there. I don't
0: know if I like this comment or I hate it. I think I have very <laughs> average-sized hands. I think it's a small ball, okay.
1: <laughs> this is this is a little ball for me too. I just want to say, like, my hands look gigantic. Like I look like a um, bobon.
0: <laughs> I one other thing I'm looking at in the crystal ball right now. You are 19,000th in line for this Tiger Woods NFT on DraftKings, but you will have better luck at the 4 p.m. drop.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Also, isn't there a WNBA drop going on, or is that tomorrow?
0: uh wmba drop is tomorrow there are two different cues depending on your collector score but spags if i see into the future i can tell you're a rent seeker who won't be eligible for the first drop and will only be eligible for the general drop two hours later
1: actually here's a question for you pete while you still have the crystal ball how many uh moments on top shot do you think i have right now in my account
0: Chris Spaggs, I look at you. You look like a man that went after three packs and then gave up on the platform. i guess guessing you have 11 moments.
1: 23 moments, but I have churned and burned quite a few, and they're all shitty ones. These are all 33,000 out of 35,000.
0: How much of this segment do you see in our future, Chris <laughs>
1: i think an entire hour is what i'm going for these are like this is one of our bits that we can bring back one day like the baby talk fantasy show that we oh, oh god
0: <laughs> it's, yeah we're just trying to cater to every fetish out there
1: like we so, something's gonna hit one of these days <laughs> here we go the crystal balls are put away we are back to ourselves and i i gotta say when we do this bit next week i have to commit more i just that's that's my homework i think
0: yeah and i i need to get more of an outfit for it here and willis talking about best ball teams that was not me that was the palm reader character that was talking about it
1: that's a good point that is uh yeah that's you know you can't be responsible for what a crystal ball a psychic does on your show like that's just that's content 101
0: that's the beauty of playing characters is there's no ramifications for what you say
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, let's do the Q and a segment, I guess, or we could, if you guys have questions, drop them in chat, we'll take a few questions. And I guess other than that, we should maybe start the Thursday night football showdown build. We are going to do our DFS builds here. We'll do one for week three. We'll do one for the showdown. we will give our ride or die picks for Thursday night football, but I guess let's let some questions accumulate. And then I don't know. We'll, we'll, should we yeah, start so you, Thursday? You want to
0: do sh- uh, showdown build, and then we'll take questions as after they uh, trickle in here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So let's start with the Thursday night football ride or die picks, and of course, ride or die picks. We're going to do them all tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we got Hayden. Hayden Winks from uh coming. Wait, his his last name is Winks, right? There is yeah. it's not a shortened version of a name. Right? No, you okay. got it. He's not like Winklevoss, which would have been not. I mean, he could it could be, be that
0: these are yeah. one. Of, that's actually the first question on our show sheet for tomorrow. Is <laughs> is your last name shortened?
1: <laughs> are you actually one of the Winklevoss twins? Because he, he could pull it off.
0: He's a half brother. That's why he wasn't able to get the full (laughs) uh, boss on the end.
1: Yeah, so Hayden Winks will be on tomorrow, giving us some great takes, of course, uh, doing a lot over at Underdog. So go check out the content they're doing there, both him and Josh Norris doing great stuff for uh, for the industry. In addition to talking about Underdog itself, Carolina, 25.5 implied points, Houston, 17.5 implied points. So an eight point spread here, eight point spread for the road team, which is a crazy one. Uh, The edge sports line in this one does seem like it's a minus four. So perhaps taking Houston to cover this one might be the move just because it is kind of an egregious spread for a road team. Uh, But Pete, do you want to give a ride or die? pick for this one first or do we just want to do the build part
0: uh let's let's start with the build here um and also for this build all do we want to do like the large really large field or do we want to do like a smaller single entry build so we don't have to get quite as insane
1: let's yeah let's do a a chalk build let's do let's build what we think would win or or at least cash in like a single entry all
0: right i'm i'm uh putting this in i'll pull it up on the screen um Got the uh, five dollar single entry here with nineteen hundred, so we can we don't have to get uh, too crazy in this specific build.
1: Do we want to start with captain here? Because I think the captain options, the, the chalk captain option will, I would assume, will be McCaffrey. Would be my thought.
0: Yeah, I believe McCaffrey is going to be uh, obviously incredibly popular on this slate. There is some good value as well, so it's hard to imagine uh, McCaffrey not being. Uh, the most frequented captain here, I think.
1: It looks like Osmo has him 35% at captain on DraftKings, so go check out their data. Of course, I would advocate for them as much as anybody out there. And uh, FanDuel, 37% for MVP for McCaffrey. So let's do it, I think. Let's let's take the chalk option here.
0: All right, we're going to put the chalk McCaffrey in here Um, and, yeah, run the Sims as far as what they're looking at for the optimal, they have him appearing in the winning lineup as captain 45% of the
1: time. So, so so probably a little under then even considering the high ownership.
0: Yeah. So we can definitely uh, eat that. And then as far as what we want to do from there, um, I think we need to get pretty creative. Um, I, i someone said it in the chat and I, I do have to get my boy, Chris Conley in this lineup.
1: Okay, I would say Brandon Cooks. I know the price difference is huge, but I do think we could probably go both because Conley's $1,600. Yeah,
0: Conley's honestly one of the best value value savers on Mm -hmm. uh, this slate, and we can definitely play both. I know you love Brandon Cooks, so I get my guy that I'm friends with. And you get a guy that you've never met that you just happen to like on the football field.
1: <laughs> you know, Brandon Cooks and I are always sending DMs. Look, I have George Kittle. I, that's the one that, oh, I, that I think he's bigger. He's a trump card one day.
0: Million times. Uh, operative word on Trump there. Uh, <laughs>
1: He was getting, did you see the George Kittle Venom ads he's getting? Like he's like hanging out with Venom and advertising the movie. It might've been a pizza ad and a Venom ad at once. I forgot. I missed
0: that one, but I saw his lawnmower advertisement. Did you see oh, that? You
1: see I did it? not. He's killed it. He's killing the game.
0: Hey, we're all out here hustling. <laughs> all
1: right. So we got, so it's your guy again then. Cause I got cooks in, you got Conley in. So you can take one more.
0: Okay. Um, do we have we should,
1: room? We should put Mills in then now, right? Because we have two pass catchers.
0: I think you're right. I mean, I think we pretty much have to play Mills in this build. Um, you know what? I I I love DJ Moore. Can we can we make him fit? I don't think it's no, it's not gonna fit at all. We we've already Oh yeah, spent, we couldn't
1: even get there. Yeah. We've
0: spent so much money, so we need to really save money. Um, let's go then with uh Terrace Marshall. I'm like it's sad, but I'm kind of out on uh, Robbie Anderson
1: yeah he's not getting the work only 12 percent of the total yards so far only getting it targeted on seven percent of the snaps he's out there so that's not a great number um i hate to go against splash play bob i'm sure it'll level out a little bit but i i don't see this being like it was last year i think i I, it seems like you're on the same page
0: yeah and it it, the just the way that they've now flip-flopped the roles and he's now more the deep threat and um I mean, the target share for DJ Moore right now is is so good. And you have to expect Terrace Marshall is going to kind of continue to grow into his own there. So, yeah, I'm a little worried. I think he's going to still have some big games, but I don't think he's going to have near the consistency that he did last year.
1: Also, Brandon Zilstra is higher priced than Terrace Marshall for the showdown. Which That's is-
0: wild pretty crazy yeah yeah
1: i don't know about that one it does seem like yeah zelstra's only playing 13 snaps a game i that feels like a trap i think if there is some ownership that ends up going to zelstra's way definitely take terrace over him um 5900 i guess one of the running backs from the texans they're gonna run it a lot you know that um well one other kind of
0: play that i don't hate if if we think that the panthers just absolutely roll I think you could play Chuba in a, in a lineup with C Mac as the captain.
1: I don't think I have enough. I'm honestly thinking more like let's swap mills for Darnold and just get a cheaper guy as the last guy. Cause I think Darnold's Darnold's have responsible for 80% of their touchdowns so far this year, which is not going to hold up forever, but like, I think think he's more involved.
0: I think I would prefer that you want to do that. And then that leaves us with 4,700. You could throw. Oh, we just missed Darnold. I feel like Darnold would have been oh, toss be nice. in there.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate a kicker here, like saving some money and not taking Zellstra and taking one of the kickers.
0: Yeah, let me see. Is it like,
1: Joey Sly revenge game?
0: I'm seeing. I think you do. I think if you play the kicker, you play Zane here because we're kind of already playing a. Yeah. You never want the kicker on the team that is projected to be in a really negative game script, and then they might just be like having to go for it on fourth downs and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's reasonable. Yeah, I think why who is this Eberly guy, and why is he even? <laughs> what's what's the deal there? Uh, I don't know the deal. The
0: Panthers signed Eberly to their practice squad on September seventh. That's all I have for you, Spags.
1: Okay, and I guess uh, he was waived before that too. Yeah, okay. Don't don't play Dominic Eberly. It seems like this is the main thing. But yeah, I would say swap over to the Darnold then from Mills too. Look,
0: Wallace. I have I have two guys I love, <laughs> and Spags. Ate up all our salary with his Brandon Cooks play. Wait, did I take Brandon Cooks out? Oh, I took the wrong guy out. I oh, that I was
1: him. wondering where. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Okay.
0: Uh-oh. We can't do Oh safe. no. We don't have enough money.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Well, this fucks up everything.
0: <laughs> this is bad.
1: Um yeah, I guess you gotta come off the kicker then. And so what are we getting at 3,100?
0: At uh, 30, uh, geez. It's this is bad. I mean, we basically have to toss in like a Jordan Akins or something. A tight end.
1: Let's see Jordan Akins and Faro Brown, both running 40, 48 snaps per game for Brown, 45 for Akins.
0: Akins uh, showing up in 18% of optimals. Faro Brown, uh,
1: 15%. Take Akins. Take Akins.
0: Akins. There we go. Boy, I
1: hate this one. I had to say, like, for a single entry, I think this is fine. I do think for the tournaments, don't play McCaffrey at captain. Go, go wide receiver at captain.
0: I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. But we wanted to knit it up. SPACs wanted to make you know, a cute little conservative lineup.
1: <laughs> Didn't you suggest doing the single? <laughs> I did. I, just <laughs> I
0: can't like,
1: win on this show.
0: <laughs> I just like painting you as the guy that doesn't let me do my crazy plays.
1: <laughs> it's honestly funny. Cause I feel like your approach to the show has rubbed off on people or some of our reviews on, on Apple podcasts as well, that people can leave us, give us five stars or interviewed. You could be doing a guest spot here on splash play, but some of them are like, Oh, all the spags is terrible bets. Pete's so smart. Cause he tells. <laughs> It's like fuck! What did you? Maybe you didn't watch last season. I get it, but it hurts me. It hurts all me. All right, let me just public BSA.
0: <laughs> be nice to Spags. He's having a baby. A baby who's going to be a great
1: basketball player, seer, surely based on name.
0: He's new to this content stuff. He's never gotten kind of ridiculed <laughs> online, so this is you know all new yeah. for him.
1: <laughs> that's that's what I'm known for. It's all been positive vibes for me from small batches of people. That's only what I've seen in my life.
0: All right. So we're going to take some questions before we build a main slate lineup.
1: Yeah, do we have any? I know there was one actually there was one interesting question that we got via a comment and honestly it was probably to somebody searching um for like whatever fantasy videos and asking this question everywhere but <laughs> i i thought it was worthwhile because ryan mccarthy asked on our splash play channel would you start hurts or Russ this week and that's a question for me that actually was much tougher i was gonna just give him a quick like probably start rush the in a game where like going against minnesota gonna be high scoring all that but hurts against dallas on monday night like that's a real hammer so i'm curious what you think here would you go hurts or Russ for ryan mccarthy
0: i mean Uh, I I literally think that's a coin flip. I think I slightly prefer Russ just because that game environment kind of checks all the boxes. And I have basically zero concerns about how Seattle is running their offense right now. Minnesota secondary has been bad. Uh, The Cardinals just gashed them. Um, But yeah, Hertz is good. I think Hertz probably just has a slightly, maybe a slightly higher floor just because you know, he's going to run 50 plus for 50 plus yards. And I don't think we can say that about Russ, but I think Russ's passing efficiency in that game environment might just be a little better.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think that to me, that game does seem like I, it's hard to imagine it not being a shootout, given what we've seen in Minnesota so far, given what we've seen of Seattle as well, pushing the ball downfield a bit more. Um, so I would, I think Russ is a play that's hard to argue, but I really think it's one of the spots where this guy's roster, like you need to trade one of these guys. So you don't have to deal with this every week.
0: Yeah, that that is honestly if you have if you have two good quarterbacks like that, it's one thing if you like find one on the waiver, you know, say you get fields and you're kind of rocking with that. But if you use draft capital on both of these guys and I mean, Jalen Hurts, you you had to use some some draft capital on him. I mean, try to flip one of them for I don't know what what the market is for it. I bet you can get like a solid, I don't know, wide receiver three type for for a Jalen Hurts. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Somebody will be happy to take him because he's got definitely got the floor, and we haven't seen uh, the downside really of him so far. He hasn't been throwing any picks or really. So I think I would agree. Try to trade one of those guys if you can. Um, any other? Qu- is it possible to fade CMC in the captain spot, or is it possible not? Is it impossible not to? I presume is the question here. Um, I think you can. I think in cash games you certainly shouldn't, but for like the big field tournaments, I think that's the first thing you can do to get away from you know what uh, four four fifths of the field. I mean, yeah. so depending on what it looks like.
0: Well, even, um, I'm looking at the, so on the the run, the Sims, they run it, they see how often a lineup is showing in 10,000 Sims. And the number one, uh, most frequented lineup is a Davis Mills captain. It's a Davis Mills, Conley, Brandon Cook, Sam Darnold, Christian McCaffrey, Anthony Miller, uh, appears 29 times. Uh, so yeah, the math is saying that you can definitely not, and you look at the optimals, it's like Christian McCaffrey showing up in 44%. That is a ton. Obviously, but that's still less than half of lineups. Less than or more than half of the time, Christian McCaffrey is not the optimal captain.
1: I wouldn't fade him in utility, though. I think you probably have to play him yeah, 100% in utility.
0: I mean, again, it goes back to the field contest size. Like I'm, I'm going to play 20 max tonight and I'm in, and some of those are massive. I think it's 150,000 mm-hmm. entries and I definitely think I'll probably have some lineups without Christian McCaffrey just as like the only way to get unique. But yeah, if you're playing stuff under, I don't know, 5,000, it's, it's almost impossibly showing up in 90% of lineups. So um, one out of 10 times, he won't be in there. I'm probably going to play for that in the super large field probably a bad bet otherwise
1: also just going through the chat real fast our guy joshua frick said lol WNBA drop to be clear the WNBA roi i think was the strongest i've seen of anything on top shot in a while i just need to say that because that was when i got the first WNBA pack and sold them all off for like 50 dollars each uh
0: yeah i think i and i'm i'm legitimately hyped on the run it back stuff. My, my cousin played in the WNBA for a short spell. Some Hmm. of her, uh, good friends, uh, Becky Hammond. I'm really hoping that there is a Becky Hammond run it back moment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I get that it's not the NBA. A lot of people don't follow it, but I'm, I'm having fun with it and they've been doing lots of showcases too, where you can get free, um, airdrop moments from WNBA. So yeah, I'm excited about the run it back and I believe they're going to be announcing the NBA run it back, uh, very soon as well
1: yeah also i think becky hammond was one of the like the three they listed as having the biggest place uh, max is mentioning the lisa leslie dunk like that'll be that'll be there for sure but i think it was that one the becky hammond one and one other one were like their three might be a cheryl swoops something they, I think they that did
0: confirm Beck, uh, there could yeah. be a Becky uh it was in the all
1: email right. they sent yesterday all
0: right I'm, I'm i'm gonna be buying that on the secondary even yeah. if i don't
1: Hon- get <laughs> honestly i don't mind like i i think as part of the edge sports thing we're I've, we're figuring out our nba offerings for the year and what that's gonna look like content wise and as well as like the data that we're gonna be it'll be fun i think it's been a really interesting process for me, but my goal honestly is to roll into WNBA where I think I might be doing WNBA content next year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna embrace the ladies here and really more so embrace my profitability in basketball <laughs> data. But but I mean honestly, it is a fun product and and I think too if you're you know being one of those guys like poo pooing it because it's the ladies, like it's also a smaller but really passionate market. So for Top Shot, like that's the kind of stuff you want people being willing to pay a little more than they probably should be willing to pay.
0: Yeah, and like uh, I know Adam Levitan for years has uh, been a huge grinder of WNBA uh, DFS as well with that same thought process where it's not covered as much. There's not as good of projections and news and reporting. So if you're really willing to dive in and pound the pavement there, there's big edges in some of those niche sports.
1: Yeah. And basketball reference has the exact same data for women that they do for the men. So just keep that in mind. I think really be, be more open to stuff, especially if it's plus EV and you just enjoy basketball. Like I think that's a positive, uh, we got to give a ride or die pick for the game. And I talked about the totals here, but 25.5 implied points for Carolina, Houston, 17.5. Pete, I'll let you pick first. And of course we are given 10 points for a showdown winning captain. If you get that right.
0: Yeah, I, uh, man, I'll go with, he's so expensive. Um, that I don't, the math probably disagrees with me a little bit, but I'll, I'll say DJ Moore.
1: I think that's, yeah, the wide receiver getting the, a lot of the love I think is always going to be a good pick to go to. I will say for me, man, I, I feel like I'd hate the numbers here. Davis mills looks terrible. 47% adjusted completion rate for him so far. So he's not even hitting guys anywhere they need to. But I'll take Davis Mills at captain. I think a cheap QB at captain and a uh, game script that he's going to be playing from behind. I think he's going to have a terrible time with it, but I think it's worth the stab. So he's my pick for my, my, my honestly, the least enthusiastic, uh, I enthusiastic rider die pick ever.
0: I can't believe you're not going with Brandon cooks.
1: I just think, I think it's more likely that mills runs a little, does some stuff. Like it wouldn't shock me if he gets a rushing touchdown, just because he's not going to be confident throwing into short windows. Like I think if anybody's going to suffer with Davis mills, it's probably going to be cooks because it, it's just, it's tough for him to keep up what he's been doing. He's getting 159 air yards a game so far.
0: Here's your captain. Check Ugh. out that
1: neck. He's, he's honestly very goose-like swan-like perhaps if we want to be really positive.
0: Yeah, no, sw- in the white Jersey, I think the swan is a nice comparison.
1: He looks like a QB, like he looks more like a QB than John Wolfer did. And we all know how I rode or die with that guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is your time to shine. I mean, no one loves backup quarterbacks more than you, Spags.
1: He's thrown it downfield. Three deep attempts per game so far. There's something here. It's just (laughs) boy going against Carolina with how they've looked so far. You got to really count on the the bounce back here of just them being average is what you'd hope for for old Davis Mills. But handsome guy. I think we have ladies in the chat. Do they think Davis Mills is handsome? Please tell us.
0: Please tell us, uh, leave a review on Splash Play and say you are horny for David Mills.
1: <laughs> I think, I know Blitz in particular. Blitz will have no issue chiming in here and telling me if we think that Davis Mills is handsome. I like, do you think he's handsome? He kind of, he's in the Peter at tree, I feel like, of people that you could kind of look vaguely like.
0: Okay. Well, in that case, I think he's fucking sexy as all hell.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> long necks. I, is, I, I don't know if that's a thing we like. I know we're objectifying. I'm sorry for objectifying men here. That's the one thing, but. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's, he's great. His like his is like strong and long.
0: All right, all right. He's What's got, sp- got like- <laughs> what Spag says: strong and long. The segment is over.
1: Oh, uh, that's just one of our rules. That's always how it's been. <laughs> that's a negative. Let's, okay, let's not waive it. Uh, we gave it a shot. Sorry, Davis Mills. Tried to wingman for you with, with our our audience of ladies. Our, our audience of one of ladies. Um, let's do the. You want to do the main slate build too? Get that out of the way. Here we got ten minutes left on the show.
0: Yes, and I will. Uh, yeah, let's do let's do a main slate build. Let's go. Do you want to do again like small single entry, or you want to go a little bigger?
1: Let's go. Let's go. Mm, I'll let it. will You know what, Pete? Why don't you choose here, and then we'll find out how it's still my fault either way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, all right, let's let's shoot for the stars, hundred thousand dollar up top uh the play action, the three dollar uh 20 max contest.
1: Okay. So where do we even build? Honestly, I haven't built anything for the week so far, so I'm definitely going from going from scratch here. So I'll let you make the first pick and sort of you know, push the push the narrative that you want.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I'm always trying to do. Push my agenda <laughs> uh at all costs. Um, you know, I I'll start with this. I'll start by saving us some money. I'll put in a guy that uh, my psychic seemed to like. Uh, Michael Hardman at 3,900 here uh, in mm-hmm. this game with a 55 point over under, I believe. Uh, I'm pretty excited about Hardman.
1: Yeah, let's see. Kansas City and the Chargers does have you know, 54 and a half is the most recent line I pulled, which I think is good. Now, honestly, a week of really high totals, really. That Tampa Bay game also has some higher total than I would have thought, too. Um, I think I'm going to go... I feel like Seattle receivers are just always underowned, and I'm going to make sure that that's actually the case. Yeah, Tyler Lockett's around 10%. I think Tyler Lockett's the move. He's been the guy so far. I know at some point we're going to get to DK Metcalf times, but he's a little hurt too. Um, and Freddie Swain, I think, is another guy that could have fit in the crystal ball segment that I just forgot about. Uh, but I think Tyler Lockett, to me, uh, there's something with him that I think is a little bit better than what Metcalf's, at least so far, uh, with maybe him being a little more hurt than people realize.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious to see how the ownership shakes out on Lockett versus Metcalf. Uh, In the olden days, Lockett would be like 25%, you know, owned coming off of two massive weeks. And yet, because they're priced so similarly, and I feel like the field just is already conditioned to thinking of the Seattle Seahawks alternating ping-ponging big weeks and that everyone's just gonna be like, all right, he did it twice. Now it's Metcalf time, right? It's Metcalf time, right? And and then all of a sudden Lockett comes in sub 10% again. So I could definitely see that coming. Uh, I will keep kicking the can down the road for picking our quarterback. And I'll do a little correlation in this game because I do love this Seattle, Minnesota game. And I'll put in Justin Jefferson
1: okay I was wondering where you're gonna go with it I thought you might take one of the QBs and I guess this is actually the point that I think now we need to decide which QB we want to go with because I think we should take one of Cousins or Cooks or Cousins and Wilson rather um so I hmm Wilson definitely projecting pretty loftily from Osmo 25 fantasy points is the projection there I'll go Russ Russ has been cooking Russ has been also getting a large portion of the touchdowns and um might be a, a week for Chris Carson to bounce back but I just I feel like Russ has been looking like a different man, like really throwing the ball downfield the way they haven't allowed him in the past. 11 deep throws per game is what Russ is averaging right now.
0: Yeah. uh, Russ looks great. Uh, This is the 4 p.m. game so we can have some flexibility. I am debating. I I do want to double stack Russ here, um, and I'm debating between Everett and Freddie Swain. Um, Everett's been splitting, uh, you know, time with Disley, which isn't ideal, but I do think he's still the, um, the preferred option in the red zone Swain coming off the, the touchdown catch, but I'd rather just get rid of the tight end position and Everett's still pretty cheap at 3000 and just kind of correlate him with Russ.
1: Yeah, we can't afford a Kelsey this week, so I think that's probably a reasonable one to go to. Um, also, I think I just said 11 uh, deep throws per game. It's actually 11 total, so five and a half per game for Russ so far, which is also still a good number. Um, who's the chalk running back this week is what I'm wondering now. It's
0: going to be... Uh, so people are going to be on Saquon. People are going to go back to uh, Najee. Dalvin uh,
1: looks pretty highly owned.
0: Yeah, the the, the ankle stuff might keep him... Um, a little under, and then Henry, I think, is going to end up getting being. Popular. Yeah,
1: that's the one. That's the one that's scary to not have in the lineup. I feel like this week. Can we get him in? Can we even do a lineup if we get him in? Um, we can, we can get there. We just have to go real cheap at D.
0: Um. All right. Well, let's just correlate and put the Titans' defense in.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. Especially the matchup too. Like they've also been so bad, they probably have to be a little better at some point. I'm. I'm okay with that then. Um, okay. You can take another running back if you want. All
0: right, I I'll play to the crowd here. Uh, I like this suggestion from Drico. Um let's go with DeAndre Swift who I think is probably underpriced by about $700 based on his role here. Um and it'll save us a little bit of money, gives us a flex option of 4100.
1: Okay, so let's let me see the the tier here at that price of 4100 yeah so we
0: are going to be looking at um
1: yeah calloway so not not great stuff up top
0: there's going to be no good running backs there so let me go just wide receiver oh that's
1: actually the one of the annoying dk navigation things now because they're all 4k flats you just have to wade through every single running back who exists
0: yeah um Mm. cephas uh actually cephas correlated well if we want to make a bigger bet on the lions he he looks good um, Elijah Moore's role was growing last week. Deami Brown had a decent amount of targets. Samuel out another week. Hamler always likely to get loose. You could just mm. full on onslaught this game with KJ Osborne.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I would go. Uh, honestly, I, I think Cephas might be the play for me.
0: Yeah, let's do Cephas. I am going to move Lockett down into our flex like a true. GPP bro, who leaves himself optionality, and we will go Cephas, if I can spell his name right.
1: You guys uh, just have to look into your crystal ball, and then it'll whisper it to you. Uh,
0: Quinn, no, we got it. We can't. We can't relapse. We can't relapse. <laughs> All right, there it is. Russell Wilson double stack to Everett and Lockett. You bring it back with Jefferson. You play the D running back correlation with Henry and Titans. We and then we go basically the Lions. In garbage time, DeAndre Swift and Cephas getting a ton of targets. And then a one-off Mecole Hardman in a high-scoring game.
1: I think it's a perfect lineup. It's perfect. I think there's no no way to improve on it in any way whatsoever. I don't care what the math says. That is a a top 10 percentile lineup, I would say.
0: Uh, Willis spag so one thing we always have to do is we have to beg our audience not to dupe us. Will you please beg Willis not to dupe us, bro?
1: Well, yeah, Willis, I I think Willis can dupe us cuz that's part of his compensation package. <laughs> I think that we offer after getting a job offer of uh such such really note last time out on the show, uh now he also gets the dupe our lines, but he's the only one that gets to dupe our lines.
0: Only oh, we're making a one-time exception and it's just Willis. I swear mm-hmm. to god, if anyone else Tries to dupe our lineup, you need to do at least a year's worth of accounting to earn the right to dupe our lineups.
1: It will sue you for our intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you cannot duplicate this lineup. Copyright. I've declared copyright. There it is. Um All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: I like that team. I like it. I mean, I think
1: we, we built some good lineups today. I feel good about it. Of course, there is night football coming up. So make sure to go and play some showdown lineups. Those are the fun ones And check for some of the best bets on uh, all the sites out there at the edge sports lines. Always great to look at at edjsports.com as a frame of reference. They're running a hundred thousand simulations for each game to figure out how it's going to look. So um, sometimes we'll give you some takes that's different from the industry out there. Go check out football outsiders as well. footballoutsiderscom slash subscribe to get DVOA and all the other data they have. They also have some fantasy data. So uh, it's, and it's cheap packages on there as well, like literally a fractional amount of some of the DFS sites out there. So go check them out, add them to your process alongside Run the Sims and all the other data we talk about. Follow at Chris Spags, follow at Peter Overs follow at Splash Play Pod and give us your five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts because those guests, those guest spots are being given away for the first time tomorrow and then we'll give them away, I guess, however many we have. Well, I, I would like to get everybody on the show. But Pete, what do you have? Any thoughts on that? Having every single person leaves us a review on the show, first of all, and also your plugs. Feel free to do that too.
0: I mean, I would, I would hope that We have so many reviews that that's actually an untenable goal to get Mm. every single person on the show, but I want to get our OGs, the true fans uh, up here on the stage. I want to give them the mic and I just want to pray that they don't say anything that takes away our precious sponsorship money. (laughs)
1: that's true yeah you can't you can't get us canceled leave that to the professionals keep it nice but we trust you all but tomorrow we'll be giving it away so come tune in then check us out with hayden winks doing ride or die picks and breaking down everything you need to know for week three i'm chris spags that's peter overset we'll see you guys again soon